This week on the Bevcast. Sweep the leg, Johnny. One Claude, we're dead. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey, Bamcast. Episode 204. That's a lot of numbers. Wow, podcast. So, I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. Yeah, Mackie's not joining us tonight because he has life reasons. Yeah. So, um, what we do, even when he's not here, each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Then they come in here and talk about it for the first half. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and some robot jocks. Yay! All right. And the bad bad movies is a stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags. That's the douchebags after Twilight. Boo. Oh no. So um, we toyed around, kicked around a lot of different uh, movie ideas, mm-hmm. and then just somehow completely randomly landed on 1986's No Retreat, No Surrender. Yeah. Why? Because we had a copy of it, and someone said we hadn't watched a JCVD movie in a really long time, so why not watch one of his first ones? Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. I could tell you why, but that uh, would ruin the rest of the podcast. Oh, I see. Spoilers. So, um, we have a very quick plot summary, because that's what we do. Um, let me read that, and we'll continue on. Mm-hmm. Jason Stilwell summons the ghost of Bruce Lee, who teaches him how to beat people up. <laughs> That is accurate. Yeah. There's a longer one, but I like that one better. No, that one's fine. That's great. It sums it all right up. It's the whole movie. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, you might have seen this on VHS or DVD cover where they prominently feature Jean-Claude Van Damme on the cover going, he's that action star you like from Kickboxer. Uh-huh. And Time Cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and then you will be disappointed to learn that he's in the movie for... Five to ten minutes? He, ten minutes, maybe? He, books in, he bookends the movie. He does. Yeah. He's, a, he's a nice slipcover over the <laughs> over the movie itself. But seeing a poster like the one we have on our wonderful live stream over at youtube.com slash bmfcast, hey. uh, you might think that this is uh, the Karate Kid, but with Rocky Four. This is how Chuck pitched. He was like, yeah. it's Rocky Four meets the Karate Kid. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I am in for that. Yep. You know, kid has to learn karate so that he can beat up Russian karate superstar guy who's also Belgian. Right. But I was like, yeah, that 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 sounds good. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. I will watch this movie. And you did. We yeah, did. We, we did. All of us did. It's not that movie. No. But it's kind of that movie. We watched this movie. In <laughs> spirit, it's that movie. That's kind of what it's going for. It kind of gets lost along the way. <laughs> it gets very lost oh, yeah. along the way. So do so, we. So lost, in fact, that they just forgot to film some scenes, I think. They they left mentions of those scenes in yeah. so we could like want to read the novelization sure. or something to get the By full the story. the Bantam books. Mm-hmm. The Bantam weight books. Yeah. Hey, if there was a hey. novelization for American Ninja, then all, all bets were off are back true. then. <laughs> so. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So this this movie opens, and um, we're watching uh, Jason's dad, who is the sensei of this karate school in L.A. Yeah, in um, some part of L.A. Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. Yeah, Sherman Helmsley. He's from Sherman Helmsley, at Los Angeles, and he's teaching karate, and just they're having a good old time listening <laughs> to their sensei doing karate things, and then in walk <laughs> the mafia guys, mafia guy, uh, some kind of. Arab martial arts guy. I, they gave him a name. I, furry-faced guy. Yeah, furry-faced guy and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. And they're like, give us the money, Lebowski. Yeah. Or, you know, we had this talk, uh, you know, you're, you're going to give us what we want, right? And he's like, I thought about it, guys, and no, 
I'm not going to give you my dojo or something. I don't really understand what it is that they want. I don't either. The, the mafia guys are going from dojo to dojo across the country to claim it for their illegal something, and then it becomes an illegal something. They're okay. using, it's a front for They're something. using them as a front for, for money laundering yeah. operations or something? But sure. I don't know why they're specifically picking dojos. Because uh, it sounds cool? kind of sounds cool. Or why not just I like, know. I don't know, if you're going to be... Because if, karate was if, big if, in the 80s. If you're doing crime, just murder these guys. Yeah. Just take them out back and murder them. Like and Be then, like, hey guys, why don't you come in my limo and bam. Well, I mean, proper uh, mafia. Then people, sure. then people in the neighborhood start wondering and asking questions. If it just... If he just hands it over, then, you know... I guess. But yeah, then sign they have the deed. Fewer people asking questions. That's... That's kind of smart business, but sure. Yeah. Well, but Jason's dad is yeah, not Tom. having any of it. He's just like, nah, I'm not going to sign. Yeah, yeah, I thought about it, and uh, no. And then let's fight. Well, yeah, they're like, and he does the whole like, uh, karate's only for defense. I'm not going to fight you. Blocks a couple of punches, and then is like, like, oh well, right, if I have well, to kick your ass, yeah, mm-hmm. then I'm going to get my ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> well, he kicks furry face guy's ass. He does, bit, yeah. and then John Claude takes off his overcoat, and he's just like, I guess I got to take care of this. Yeah. No, he doesn't even take off his coat. I thought he had like a coat over his white suit. Did no, he, he was just wearing that white just suit. Just the white suit, okay. And he just runs up and leaps off of... <laughs> so they've knocked Furry Face Guy yeah. down to the ground, and he's like on, on one knee with his hand on the ground. And Jean-Claude just runs and leaps off of Furry Face Dude and kicks Jason's um, dad yeah. straight in the face. Yep. That kick was actually supposed to go to his chest, Oh, but it went to his face instead. Oh, dear. Apparently, Mr. Van Damme was kind of reckless. Oh, days. so he actually like made contact in real life. Yeah. Kicked him in the face. Ouch. Hmm. He made contact a lot in this, apparently. <laughs> well, it's hard for someone who's trained to make contact to pretend to make contact. I would right. imagine that would be very frustrating. Yeah. So, but whatever. I guess, yeah. He, yeah, so he kicks the dude in the face and guy goes down, obviously. Yeah. And son, run, son runs up is like, no, dad, no. I don't think we even knew it was his son at this point. Cause, no, we Because like, he just splits the class. The class was leaving. Yeah. And then a couple of them walked back in. And the one kid who was kind of rambunctious and showed that he wanted to be like Bruce Lee, which is not karate at all. No. But anyway, like comes running up and he's they like, actually address that. He says, yeah. this isn't Jeet Kune Do like Bruce Lee. Yeah, <laughs> Stop being karate. cool. Yeah. But yeah, so he runs in and he's like, dad, sensei, whatever. Dad, sensei. Dad, say. Dad, dad sensei. Sad. Dad, say, stay down. But and he runs up and tries to fight Jean-Claude very badly. Yeah. yeah. Just gets his arm twisted around and. Mm-hmm. Ow, and, ow. and and apparently Jean-Claude has broken dad's leg. Yes. He did that that sort of joint breaky thing that most guys do. Yeah. But probably actually did break his leg. Probably. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. But yeah, so then they're just like, all right, let him go. We'll be back. Well, the two of them have a, like a crying scene together because the dad is just like, he broke my leg. What are we going to do? <laughs> what this, do you want me to do? And the son's like, I don't know, dad. What should we do? <laughs> go to Cedar sinai Right. Yeah. Um, I before we get too far, I want to put this in people's heads. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad actor reminds me very much of the dad from Troll Two. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Just his like the way he. Yeah, George. What's his face? George. Yeah. The way he pretty much yells everything. He, does he only has one speed, which yeah. is yelling at his child. Well, everything in this movie escalates quickly. Oh, like, super oh yeah, quickly. Like, their conversations escalate. Uh, yeah. The plot escalates. Yeah. But everything like, escalates. Dad goes to the hospital and he's just laying in there in bed and then is why having do, an internal monologue Why do they put you in traction? Like, he broke his leg. Why has he got his leg up? Like, it's just his leg. Maybe they yeah. broke his leg really bad. Maybe? Maybe. Even though it didn't look... Now and like, then, like, 
a day later they're leaving. Yeah, they're anyway. packed up and they yeah, has, drive by the store. He has a weird inner monologue where he's acting while yeah. he's having this inner monologue. He actually sighs in his own head as he's yeah. talking about what am I going to do? What, what's me and my family going to do? And he's just like, well, I guess we're going to leave. And then they cut to them rolling up in front of the store, packed up the family truckster, and they're like, we're out of here. Then, you know, travel montage, and they show up in Seattle. But even better, there's a long shot where you can see the Space Needle. Mm-hmm. And then they go very slowly driving by the Seattle C- city limit sign. Mm-hmm. And then they show close up of the Space Needle. Mm-hmm. And then it goes, Seattle on <laughs> right. screen. It's <Yes. laughs> like, really? Yeah. It's like, here, idiots. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe people didn't know like that that was Seattle yet. Because the, Nirvana they, they, hadn't taught everybody what Seattle was. But they yeah, drove but the by the sign. Said they Seattle. drove very, there was one of those long, worthless shots yeah. of the car driving by the Seattle city limits. Yeah, sign. people can't read unless oh. you put but it on the, the screen, point it out to them. It was, Okay. Yeah. yeah. Three different shots, and then finally, just comically, yeah. Seattle. <laughs> yeah, and they they just pull up to a house, and I guess they've just declared this house to be theirs because they yeah they just immediately get out and start putting their stuff in it, and yeah, and he claims the garage. Yeah, Jason takes his his box of toys to the garage, his, and yeah, his box of Bruce. Yeah, and just starts like running around the garage like get your Bruce box like a gibbon on crack. I mean, he's just oh, nice one. Flapping around this place, and he tries to walk up a bookcase or something, and oh yeah, busts his well, ass. Yeah, because first thing he does is he throws his um like his speed bag thing over yeah. a, a beam in the top. Yeah, and then he's like punches it a couple times, and he's like, "Wee, wrecking ball!" <laughs> I'm Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, he, <does. laughs> he goes right into the wall, and it's just like yeah. <laughs> falls yeah. through all of the shelving. We've been like, in this house for literally twenty seconds. He's already started breaking things. Yeah. And, and then he's, he's like, like I should ugh. probably. Uh, not- that's that's just like a really stupid bit, so that it could come up later that there's shelves that it, are just weak ha- shelves, yeah, hanging there. <laughs> yeah, like most shelves, they're not meant to support human weight. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yes, anyway, so he does that, and then he's just like, "All right, I've wrecked the place enough. I'm going inside." I go. Well, no, he goes out to the truck to get more stuff, which turns oh, out to yeah. be the same box he already brought in. Sure. And it has it another. Could have just been another Canada Dry box. It, it, yeah, it's but it had could another be. basketball. But it was in, in the it. It, it was in the uh, same exact spot. Yeah, it probably it a- was the same box. <laughs> It had a different round object because the first round object oh, was, was the, the bag. speed bag. Okay. Or okay, not the speed fair. bag, just a, a bag. Yeah, whatever, it was, whatever you want yeah. to call it. And but yeah, so the, the, the second box had the basketball in it right. and rolls across the street. And then it just so happens, kid on bike rolls up, yeah. sees basketball, and is just like, time to start doing basketball things and rapping. Mm-hmm. He had a basketball Jones. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't yes, rap but, yet, but, but he did. Is, but he was riding his bike while dribbling the basketball. Yeah, he oh, had, yeah. He had the, uh, the boombox on the front of his yeah. yep, BMX. And this is RJ. Yeah. It has a very long name, and he explains what it is, and I don't know what it is. And he's like, wow, I guess that's why they call you RJ. Yeah. And exactly. this begins the old people wrote 80s teen dialogue moments. Well, I mean, because like, everything was sort of awkward with the, the Russian mobsters and the family and everything, but then mm-hmm. this is just like... 40-year-olds write 80s kid teen dialogue. Well, whatever they are. I don't know how old they're supposed to be. Certain characters age 10 to 15 years before our eyes and then revert back. But so I think they're in school, even though they never go. But they can drive. They can drive. Oh, oh, no, no. We have a point of reference. Kelly's 17th birthday. Right. So they're they're around 17. Well, we don't know that because we don't know where he met Kelly because that scene was not filmed. No, but I'm saying they're somewhere around there. (laughs) Old enough to drive. Old enough to drive. (laughs) At least that. Okay. Anyway. So they like instant friendship because it's just like, hey, RJ, come check out my sweet garage. Well, yeah, because RJ does a couple basketball moves and you know break dances a little bit then <laughs> throws the ball to him and he's like oh look i got a couple moves and spin the basketball he's like hey you're pretty good mm-hmm. yeah what do you do i do karate you want to see my dojo cool let's go yeah 
And so, Wanna yeah. Come back to my garage, Dojo. <laughs> Guys, don't ever fall for that. Garojo. <laughs> <laughs> but they go into the garage. That's when he really starts his breakdancing slash rapping routine oh, yeah. about yeah. Uh, about doing karate. Mm-hmm. And then his breakdancing routine starts to become breaking, too. Because there's one point where he starts walking towards the wall, and I'm like, yeah. Fuck yes, put this room on a gimbal. Let's do this. Right. Breaking two time. Yeah. Dancing no. on the ceiling. No. They they didn't have the budget to have shelves no. that stayed together. No. So. But nobody told him that because he yeah. then decides he to, I'm also yeah. going to walk up this bookcase. Well he <laughs> Well, he's dancing all around and I mean he like almost walks up one wall and then he goes running towards the bookcases yeah. and gets about halfway up and they go click right. and yeah. fall down. And he falls down and, and Jason goes and picks him up and he's just like, whatever, man. And get then he just me. continues dancing. Continues to break dance. Right. Yeah. However, it's it is it not out. him break dancing. No. It, is some, no. it is some person in a terrible Afro wig. Right. Yeah. And it, this kid has very much 80s Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, unfortunate. But yeah, I mean, they just, they, they they're grow friends up. forever now. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, this is it. They're, they're, Joined to the hips. Yeah, you like Bruce Lee? Uh, Bruce Lee's buried here. Do you know that? I'm gonna. What? I'll take you to his grave. Which we had to fact check. But yeah, apparently really? he is. He is buried Bruce in Lee Seattle. buried, buried in, Seattle. in Seattle because they go see him. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's a the, what. What happens is uh, from that point, like RJ leaves, and suddenly standing across the street is a fat kid eating an entire cake. And I'm not. And he's got a bunch of ho hos and stuff. Yeah, he's got a box of Hostess uh, cupcakes or whatever behind yeah, him yeah. too. Yeah, it's so, one of those like Pepperidge Farm cake in a box things. <laughs> whatever. He's it's just standing cake there in a box. eating Her. goddamn cake. <laughs> That's kind of what a furry face dude looks like. Is um, what's his name? Yeah. yeah, dick in a box. Yeah. That's especially when he puts the shades on. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this, okay, whoever this guy is. Cake in the box. He Francis, had, I don't know. Yeah, that's so, basically what I wanted to call him the entire movie. He mm-hmm. is Francis, but uh, Scott. Okay, Scott. S- hello, Scott. Uh, <laughs> he, that uh, explains a lot, actually. <laughs> he hates RJ, and then by proxy decides to hate Jason as well. Yes, just because it's never established. He, he has his reasons. He, he gives Chuck. a reason later, which is reasons. Yeah, my reason is I have reasons. <laughs> yeah, but. Why I, is that not good enough for you, Chuck? I, it's just not. But oh. he's like, he's, he's, he's RJ. He's just furious. He's just like, God damn it. Ugh. Nothing comes from that yet. You know, I think I think they go have the moment at the gravesite first. Yeah. Because it's all still happy, happy fun times at this no, point. No, what happens first is because... Uh, oh, no, that's right. Because that, the, the, the marathon, the jumping bit happens first. Right. Because RJ later is like riding his, riding his skateboard through the neighborhood. Right. And Scott is supposed to be washing the windows of, I guess, his dad's house. But is instead just squirting Coke cans with the hose. Uh-huh. It's like kind of a pressure washer. I mean, it's... It's, it's a pressure to, washer. Yeah, yeah, it's just turned down, I guess. And, he's going to wash windows. And so... RJ it's comes by spread instead of <laughs> RJ comes by on his skateboard and Scott <laughs> hits him with the hose and they sort of have like a come on man and he's just like I fucking hate you and this leads to a chase yeah where mm-hmm. so through sort of a construction site kind of there's guys carrying a ladder across a sidewalk mm-hmm. and <laughs> we just want to walk back here all day yeah. <laughs> and rj <laughs> jumps over it on the skateboard skateboard goes under he, he jumps and has the skateboard go under and right. then lands back on the skateboard and he's like holy shit that yeah. actually worked yeah and the dudes the, the the ladder guys are like all right that's pretty good and then scott runs up and and he leaps it in one bound too yeah. and they're like holy shit good job fat guy <laughs> right. yeah but then there's like a bob's barricade thing there on the sidewalk and is that national? Is that everywhere? I don't know. It, it's a construction barricade, yeah. basically. Uh, 
and Scott looks at it like, oh god, I've been bested. I don't know how to get around this to get to my hated enemy, RJ. And so, <laughs> RJ starts taunting him, like, hey, come on, you can jump over that. And then the guys carrying the ladder are also like, yeah, come on, guy, you yeah, can go get over it. Yeah, 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 you, you do, do it. You got it. And he does. Uh-huh. But RJ also kicks the skateboard so that it lands under him when he lands and... Which could have been uh, like instant death. Right. But, oh, yeah. But not. No, he just falls backwards and cracks the barricade. Yeah. Head. Bob's Barricades is the largest privately owned barricade company in the country and one of the largest in the world. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Wikipedia. No, this you is bobsbarricades.com. Oh, okay, okay sorry. Yeah. I went you. to the source. Thank Don't you, Google. Give that guy any money. Bob's uh, <laughs> I like Bob's Barricades. They're no, quality barricades. always forgets to come pick up his barricades. No, yeah. that's... He, he sell, once Bob sells them... <laughs> oh, they're, Bob's they're, hands they're, off after that. Oh, okay. No more. Just they have no, no, doing my barricades. It's your, your it's business. city or construction I company. thought they just yeah. rented them out or something. Oh, no, you got to sell those. You don't make okay. any money renting barricades. I should sure. know. But RJ like rides back over to uh, Jason's house. Who's yeah, Jason's standing wet. out? Yeah, yeah, and Jason's standing outside, dressed up with flowers. Uh huh. And RJ rolls up like, "Hey, man, you ready?" And we're like, "Are they going on a date? What's happening here?" No, well, they drive to go see Bruce Lee's grave. Yep. And he's just like, "Help me, Bruce Lee. You're my only hope." Yeah. He's just like, "I, I want to be." be well, I, no, he's just kind of like, "I always want to be just like you." Yeah. Bows and lays the flowers yeah. down. He's like, "Hi, Bruce Lee. I'm from Los Angeles." Yeah. I want to be like you. Dead. <laughs> and it's just like, and the, no, he goes, one day I'm going to be just like you. Yeah. Dead. Dead. And the that's camera true. zooms in on the grave. And we're just like, all right, well, yeah. that's something, I guess. I was expecting the ghost of Bruce Lee to pop out from behind the grave and go, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Just be strong. Yeah. No, doesn't happen. Isn't this where it just like randomly becomes like they're going to the party? Or like uh, we skipped a scene? Uh, he goes to the dojo. Yes. Yeah, he goes, yeah, to, the yeah, dojo. Right. He goes to, to the dojo. He goes to the dojo. Well, he he they watch the yeah. karate tournament on TV, yes. and it's like, hey, that guy works at this dojo yeah, around the Ian corner. We something. should we should go there. And they're Ian, like Ian Riley. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, let's go to that dojo. Yeah, they watch Ian win the American Karate Championship. Something I don't know. One of those things where you get an eight foot tall trophy. Yeah, and so they they go in and they fill out some paperwork, and then assistant dude, bro, frosted hair guy yeah. comes out, and he's just like. Hey, so you filling out a form? Why don't you come hang out with us? Uh, he gives him like he's filling out the form for like four and a half seconds. He's oh, like, yeah. you, done with that? "You done with that? <laughs> all right, come on, let's go." He like wrote half his name yeah. on it, and yeah. he's like, "All right, come on." Uh, and they go into the locker room, and <laughs> and Jason's like, "This is a pretty sweet dojo. I think I'm gonna sign up." I think Judged. he had a chance to glance at the dojo proper. You I guess. tell a lot about the locker room, man. Yeah, but. If there's about like a locker room, a lot about a locker room. I mean, just being in a locker room is like, well, well, yeah, that's the best is, way. Are to there tell old dudes hanging out, <laughs> hanging out there with Harry Dong? It's like, well, you know, like I don't want to join this gym. I knew Harry Dong. <laughs> he was a good man. He died last year. Do you know that? I'm just saying there are some gyms where it's like old guys just walk around the locker room butt naked. Yeah. Ladies, you probably don't know this, but that that exists. I'm sure they've heard of it through. Yeah, probably. that's why they don't come in there. Yeah. <laughs> they have no desire to come yeah. in there. It's like they're just walking back and forth. Like, well, are, I mean, are you it, actually here for anything other than to just no, hang just, out? Yeah. Just let us yeah. let the boys air out. All right. yeah. um, why don't let me do this at home? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess you can because, like, if it's a nasty locker room, then sure. you know, you know, yeah, you don't want to look yeah, like a nice locker room. You don't room want your yeah, it was all right. Somebody so, else's okay, foot fine. I take it back. He knew. He knew it was a nice show. Yeah. But now he's around. He's from L.A. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Here's where things get a little weird. Suddenly, fat guy is in the karate dojo, and it's like he's he's been in the class the entire time. Like he's a he's a student there, has been. It's not like he just signed up. Oh. Well, now, he is a white belt, so he hasn't been there very long. No, not but very he's good. he's been there long enough to be chummy with substitute dojo sure. guy, 
and he's kind of just this lackey kind of but the weird thing is is that for the entire movie that this guy has been hating rj and by also default hating on jason he's been calling him karate freak and and all these derogatory like you with your kicking you're stupid blah 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 he's in he he (laughs) i think he joined the dojo just to to be a pain in the ass okay Mm, i think he might have been there longer than whatever it doesn't matter the guy's an idiot. And we've skipped another scene because he was already beaten up at the restaurant. That's true. Yeah, they would they caught they caught RJ at the fast food place. It's, there's so many scenes of RJ's wandering around town and, and then they're like, "Get him. Get that guy. I hate him." And yeah. it, even his his lackey friends are like, "Why do you hate that guy so much?" He's, that's when he says, get. "I have my reasons." Yeah. And they're all as just like as he's literally just they bring out a tray of burgers just nasty ass <laughs> and he shoves one drive like shitty face. 80s drive through burgers yeah. and he's just like eat up they're on me he's <laughs> a burger monster he's, and so like the whole time they're they're yelling at rj he's just got fucking mustard all yeah. over his face and uh, yeah he's just disgusting yeah so that happens I mean, at so, least francis was like clean yeah i mean he was a dick but you know, <laughs> this guy's just like yeah he's pretty gross ugh. he's gross he's he's fat guy because yeah. he eats a lot get it it's, but yeah, it's so that uh, movie thing of so they're like not really beating him up. They're just kind of doing that, like pushing him yeah. around the circle. Well, and he's doing this weird ass thing where like RJ is, is hanging on to a fence, mm-hmm. and Scott just has his legs and is just swinging them back yeah. and forth yeah. like like a a pummel horse, like someone's assisting someone on a pummel horse. I thought they were about to go <laughs> double dutch on him. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been that could have been next if Jason oh, okay. hadn't showed up because Jason just sort of rolls up and yeah. he's just like, "What's this?" He does like a running kick into the scene, sort yeah. of like, and just. Yeah, it just starts beating beats him up, up enough to yeah. like that they run away. Because then later he goes home and his dad's like, "Did you You've use karate for fighting? You've been fighting. I told you not yeah. to fight." He's like, yeah, "But my friend," punk. and he was just like, "I hate your." He go to your room, and he's like, "I'm not a child." <laughs> he <laughs> says, "What's great is he says that as he's not facing him." Yeah, that that entire argument was one of those like escalates very quickly. Yes, where they just both start yelling, but then he like turns, starts to walk, like he's halfway down the hallway and just still looking down the hall, and he's like, "I'm not a child, Dad." <laughs> And it just keeps going. And then throws himself in his room on his bed and just like, I don't know. Yeah. Like the, he, like has the, a, he has an emo dance freak out moment, like Footloose, he, but he goes outside and punches the heavy bag for a while. Yeah, because the power of Bruce, uh, Bruce Willis, Bruce Lee, <laughs> compelled Ooh. him to go outside. To be an asshole? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's the power of Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, that's right. His dad, like, does not make sense to no. me. No. Of course His not. dad does not give him a chance to explain at all and nope. just shouts at him. Yep. You're he, a punk if you fight, yeah. even though I've been teaching yeah. you how to fight these last three years. Right. Don't use it. But he doesn't give him a chance to like say, hey, no, dad, my friend RJ was getting beaten up and I had to save him. Yeah, by terrible my people. I saved by like my six, friend. six, seven guys. Yeah. yeah. So One of them with a rat tail that was ponytail braided. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Ugh. Yeah, anyway. So this is when they go to the... Uh, that leads up to the the dojo dojo. because he's all scott's all bandaged up now scott the the fat kid goes up to the the i don't know dude bro assistant assistant teacher guy dojo leader yeah and he's like hey that new guy is he from la and he's like yeah i think so and he's like oh yeah well you see this on my head like he did this like Mm -hmm. i i was just i overheard him talking about how seattle karate was the worst and and la karate is the best and then he just started pushing me and then he did this and he did this to <laughs> yeah. my arm and my other arm and yeah that guy's no good plus he fights dirty mm-hmm. and the guy's like really yeah mm. so instantly just turns on him based on scott's word yeah because this guy looks legit yeah he's like so oh he, okay yeah, so he goes over to one of their one of their other kids who's i think he's a black belt he is a black belt yeah he is and he's just like 
hey, this kid, uh, he's he's new and he, he thinks he's hot shit. So why don't you beat the shit out of him for us? Mm-hmm. And they're like, so he go, gathers everyone out. He's like, watch, we're gonna have a little exhibition here. Yeah, a little red belt Scott here is gonna take on this master black belt dude. Yeah, Scott or, or Jason comes out of the locker room and sees this, and he's just like, oh cool, I'll go sit down and watch what this is. He's like, ah. he's like nah, get yeah. up here. He's Get in like, the middle of the circle, which is actually square. Yeah, and he's like, all right, cool. And then you know, it's like you're gonna fight him. Go. And they fight a little bit, and he just keeps looking back at RJ like, what's happening? Why are they doing this to me? <laughs> and he gets his ass kicked. Yes, he does. Including, like, there's one move where he just gets, like, one of those, like, leg takedowns backwards, and they're fighting on, like, a gym floor. Yeah. Like, a, a oh, hardwood yeah. floor. Yeah. There's no mats either. It's like a basketball yeah. Yeah. Uh, court. Yeah. I, it's bizarre. But, yeah, he gets, like, a, one of those leg takedown things. It's like, his ass Yeah, head to the f- hardwood floor. Mm-hmm. And eventually, eventually, RJ's like watching him get like his ass kicked like three, three times, like three downs. Yeah. And finally, he's like, wait a minute. And he runs in the middle. He's like, let's go. And yeah. <laughs> the best part about this, though, is you didn't even mention the black belt guy is black. Yeah. And so he stops for a second and he goes like, stay cool, brother. Yeah. And then like takes off, <laughs> yeah. like, leaps over the, yeah. over the people. He like, causes a distraction to allow Jason to run away, which is yeah. kind of dumb because Jason could have just left anyway. He, yeah, he could have been like, no, I'm not fighting, yeah. guys. Like, uh, I'm just here to sign up. <laughs> and the rest of them just stand there and watch them run away like, huh, yeah. that was weird. Anyway. And then it's What's-Her-Face's birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Like, Kelly. They're getting ready. Kelly and, like, Kapowski. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting ready. Jason's put on a tie. RJ's shown up. And it's just like, so you ready to go to the party? Yeah. You see your girl there? We're yeah. like, what? Huh? Uh, who? Who? <laughs> there have been no ladies yes. in this movie no except attempted... for like in the background. Well, his mom. His mom. <laughs> for yeah. half a second. And we're, we're like, what, what is going on? And so it becomes party scene like, and there's cake and balloons and it says like hottest party in town or something like that <laughs> yeah. sign. And yeah. it's happening. It's yeah. Happening oh, yeah. Party. It's so happening. No one is doing anything. Yeah, there's like there's little around. clusters of people talking. Yeah, and everyone's telling her how great the party is. And it and turns out that she is the sister she, of. Yes, she is Ian's sister. Yeah, who's the karate champion who also owns the dojo. That dude bro is the assistant guy, and right. who is now turned into one of the villains. Yeah, because he's also hitting on Kelly. Yes. Yes. Heavy. And, and she's just like not interested. She's no. like, no, get away from me. You're gross. Right. And because. The main reason for that is because she's already in a relationship, apparently, with Jason. Some th- something. They sort of know each other. Because the Wikipedia page says that she's <laughs> his old girlfriend from California. Apparently, she or something. had like a little summer loving thing going on in L.A. or something. I don't know. Like, did they move from there? I don't who, know. Who knows? But I missed the Jason shows up and she's like, Jason, everybody, this is Jason. Oh, kissy, kissy. Yeah. And goes off to the side to open his present <laughs> and opens it up and it's a little tiny... Uh, baby bunny yep white rabbit mm-hmm. and she's like oh wow how'd you know and he's like and then he goes oh i saw how you reacted the other day at the pet store and i knew you just had to have it and we're like the when, fuck when did that, that, happen? that didn't that never happened who Ooh. are you <laughs> where are we never seen this character before ever yeah and the only person jason has ever talked to is rj yeah all this serves is to like he walks outside and she's like look everybody come meet jason and that's when the, the dojo kids run around the corner and are like, what's <laughs> he doing kids. here? Yeah. And start fighting him again. Yeah. I mean, first they start throwing food on him and like spill a drink all down his back. And he's just like, he's doing that like, oh, yeah, I'm, Scott. Not, I'm not going to fight. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight. Son of a bitch. Throw cake on him. And then like they proceed to start pushing around. He's just like, dude, I'm, I'm not going to fight you. And they throw him over the, the punch table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like about that time, Kelly walks back outside because she's gone somewhere for a minute. Just in time to see like, Dude, bro, 
like beating the shit out of him. Yeah. And it's just like, what are you doing? Stop. And even to the point that like, he's got him over a patio table, like in the legs, like crushing his yeah. neck against yeah, the legs. The, yeah. well, the, the, it's attempted murder. The happening punch right table now. had yeah. flipped over. Yeah. So the legs were sticking up yeah. and he just had his neck down. Just pushing <laughs> on him. And, it, and, he's, and he's taunting him the whole time. It's like, yeah, now you see why she's not going to like you. Cause she, she knows who's stronger. You know, who's stronger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and the whole time she's it! like, would you please stop? What are you doing? Stop it. Get out of here. First time he rolls up on the scene, he walks right up to her and plants a kiss right on her lips, and she's like, "Dude, what are yeah. you doing?" Yeah, he's like, "What are you? What are you doing? Are you like my lady or something like that?" Whatever. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to assert dominance here. But it's it's stupid. Yeah. Anyway, so like this whole scene happens, and he's just like, he goes running out, and she follows after him, and, and he's just like, she she's like, I you know I had nothing to do. This is like, do I? Do I? <laughs> yeah. I hate you. I'm embarrassed. Leave. And she's like, nah. and then she seems over. Her. World. Yeah, he pushed her away, and uh, like literally, and yeah. drives away. It's like, and then he goes home, and like dad's like, you've been fighting again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like he's just gotten the shit beat yeah. out of him. Yeah. Hasn't thrown punch one, and his dad's like, you've been fighting again, haven't you? Kind of. I was in a fight, but I didn't do yeah. any fighting. I just got <laughs> almost murdered. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you're no son of mine. Get out of here. I'm gonna. Let's go to your dojo, and I'm gonna look at your shit. I'm just gonna fuck all your shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he goes into the, in the garage and starts like tearing the legs off his uh, wooden man thing, yeah. and like rips Rip one of his uh, rips the Bruce Lee poster off yeah. the wall. Oh, and it's just like, oh, oh no. Yeah, he's and like by like, that time he's just like, Dad. Well, it's funny. God, the whole time. No, the whole time before he was uh, fucking around in the garage, he was really like pissed off at his dad, yelling at him. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes into the garage to start tearing shit up, he's like. Dad, what are you doing? Come on, let's go. Let's go talk about this in the house. What's wrong with you? You're so angry. So he like totally like changed his tactic at that point. Mm-hmm. He was just like, hey, Dad, maybe don't touch my stuff. Come on, yeah. let's go inside. That's my stuff. Yeah. You haven't seen me have a job. I had to steal or to earn all this by yeah. I don't know cutting lawns or whatever. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, doing it's, karate exhibitions for money. <laughs> yes, in the streets, <laughs> <In> the Philippines. <laughs> Because, you know, as long as you live under my roof, there will be no fighting. He's like, yeah. well, it's my house, too. You pay rent. Yeah. So, so he's tearing up all his shit. Yeah. I, I guess he gets his dad to go away before he completely ruins the entire place. Because he goes running away. He goes force gumping away because yeah. he just runs halfway across town to RJ's house. At least he runs better than Steven Seagal. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's a more manly run. Yeah. So, but yeah, he runs away and knocks on RJ's fence. This yes. is a really bizarre tactic, but he's knocking on the fence. Mm-hmm. And RJ, who's like, I don't know. Five foot tall, maybe. Yeah. Somehow pops his head up over the top of the of the fence, wearing a shower yeah, cap. Yeah, wearing a shower cap, and he's just like, "What? What are you doing here?" And he's like, hey, my, "My dad's going crazy. He's tearing up the dojo." He's like, "All right, I'm on it." <laughs> like, like yeah. periscopes back down the fence. Yeah, he's like, "I know an abandoned house. Go get all your shit, and we'll yeah, we'll go live we'll take there." It there. It's and like, "Wait, huh? What? <laughs> this is no. <laughs> you can't Seattle's do that. weird. Yeah, it's so close to Canada. Yeah, that's but, probably the reason." Yeah. But yeah, and he shows up in a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it'd be his. No. I'm just saying. It's his parents. I saw it, it, it was in parked the, in the was garage. It? It was parked in, in the driveway. Okay. Yeah. I, whatever. So yeah, they load up all the stuff, go to this abandoned house, which is like not a ch- super shithole house at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's abandoned, but. It's got some furnishings. Yeah. So they go in. like Light a bunch up, of candles. Yeah. Set, set the mood. <laughs> This this movie really is like Nightmare on Elm Street 2 in the way that it is just totally about these two and their budding romance romance but it just never acknowledges it. It's 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 very strange the, the Oh, it acknowledges it in one scene. We could do it. Uh, yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> it it acknowledges it. Yeah, it really yeah, does. It really it? does. 
Um, yeah, so like they crack open a couple of sodas and share a moment while laying there like Princess Leia in the jail cell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's kind of. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of weird. And he's just like, "All right, you can leave now, RJ. I got, I got some, I got some Bruceness to do." Yeah. Well, he's gone to the grave one more time. It was like right after he got all beaten up, yeah. and he was just like, "I don't know what to do, yeah, Dad. Everywhere I go." Did he stop there before he went to RJ's? I think because I think he was. Worth- I think it was before he went home to his dad. Okay. Yeah. Help me, Brucey one. Yeah. He's like, I just tell me, give me the strength of the Bruce Lee. Put it inside me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Be like water. And again, we're really, okay, ghost hand of Bruce Lee, pop yeah. out and start strangling the guy and say, fucking shape up, it, asshole. It, it keeps having those kind of moments. Yeah. And then doesn't happen. Up, so yeah, he dismisses RJ after helping him move all the stuff in there. Like, starts to hang up some of the posters and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, I guess he... He sits down to like starts reading some of the like the magazines and the training manuals he has. Yeah, he curls up by candlelight. And he's start- just like, oh, like very obvious, like movie on. And <laughs> yes. we're like, oh, he's all tuckered out. Yeah, poor little guy. <laughs> Blue shadow. Yes, exactly. Oh, yes, that is exactly what happens. But he falls asleep for half a second. And then all of a sudden, like 80s music video hits because door flies open and just blinding white light is there. He's like, RJ? Yeah. Is that you? And it's like. Nope, it's guy who's supposed to be Bruce Lee. Oh, you mean barely? Yeah, like not even close. <laughs> no, it's not really. It's just a guy. Because when he popped in, my comment was, "Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> there are better Bruce Lee lookalikes out there. Yeah, let's just say that yeah. he actually was a, uh, a stand-in for Bruce Lee. From well, time from to the time. back, sure. I guess that's probably accurate. The stand-in but... really is just means you're the same height. Yeah, basically, about the same. I build. mean, it, it yeah. could have been yeah. like. But I mean, fifteen th- years previous, there was a whole industry of Bruce Lee knockoffs for yes. a while. There's a plenty of them out there. So, yeah, hire Bruce one of the Leroy. guys that they finished the unfinished movies with. Mm-hmm. I mean, something, you know. Just anyway. but anyway, Bruce Lee is here. Yes, and this kicks off the entire second act of the film, which is basically a training montage <laughs> uh, with Ghost yeah. Bruce Lee. Yeah, dubbed yeah. Ghost Bruce Lee, which I think adds uh-huh. to the Dubstep office Ghost Bruce Lee of the thing. So. It's awkward because Jason is not dubbed, but uh-huh. but fake Bruce Lee is dubbed. Right. So the natural sound of the movie keeps dropping off every time Bruce Lee has something to say. Yes. It gets a little weird. No, the world got quiet when Bruce Lee spoke. <laughs> well, Do you right. not understand these things, Chuck? I, I get it now. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. really just long ass training montage where it's basically just Bruce Lee beating the hell out of this kid. Uh-huh, smacking him on the forehead yeah, a lot. It's like, listen, pay attention. Do what I'm at, telling you. At one point in time, he... He has a glass of water and he has a glass of Coke. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the water here is your mind. And what I have to teach you is here in, in this. Mm-hmm. And see what happens when I try to put it in here. It's too full. And it yeah. starts, he's, Bruce Lee, Ghost Bruce Lee's making a mess. Yeah. That's how you get ants, Ghost Bruce Lee. Yeah. That's why that house <laughs> but, is abandoned. So, Bruce Lee's always so in there fucking shit he, up. <laughs> he, he dumps the glass of water. So apparently he didn't want him to be like water. No, he wanted all. him to be like Diet Coke. Yeah. Be, we want you to be like Diet Coke. Yes. Put the NutraSweet in you. Yeah. <laughs> No retreat, no NutraSweet. Yeah. <laughs> NutraSweet, NutraRender. Yeah. <laughs> sure, <Yep>. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's just like, all right, you got to empty, you know, free your mind and the rest will fall. Right. All that. Uh, yeah. You got a Don't go chasing the water that I made fall. That, mm-hmm. that I have, that has fallen. Yeah. yeah. But, so, yeah, so he starts the training montage and it's, he sets up a whole bunch of, like, bags in the room, and he starts swinging them out randomly, and he, of course, he, you know, it, it's your standing trading montage. So it lasts a really long time. Yeah. He's like, it's the entire learn, learn how to dodge bags, you know, and so eventually he learns. Mm-hmm. And then he starts to teach him about, okay, if you, if, someone, if you kick at someone and they hold you, 
what do you do? And he shows him, he shows him by you know flipping over backwards and kicking him in the face. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's how you get out of that. Yeah. Everything, basically, that's going to come into play in the final battle of the movie. Yes. He teaches him every single move. The, the weird, the kicker of that is, is that okay. at the time of this training montage, we have absolutely no idea what he's training for. No. Just he's apparently to, to get win. back at the bullies. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Here's the other weird thing that happened. Like, a couple of little scenes happen in, in the middle of this giant training montage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad is apparently working at this shitty redneck bar in Seattle. Yes, that the, the brig. That Scott apparently frequents. Or at least we think it's Scott. It's Scott. It has to be Scott. And what's weird about it is that up until that point, I at least thought Scott was a child. Like a teenager. Like a 17-year-old like the rest of them. Yeah. But apparently, he's old enough to drink. Sure. I don't know. I mean, but he also looks old enough to drink. Yeah, in this suddenly, scene. <laughs> suddenly, this, this scene, he looks five to ten years older. Right. It's bizarre, but, like, he's drunk and playing pool, and Dad's still gimpy from the broken leg thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, bartender, get me another beer now. And so he pours him a beer, sets it on the counter. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I meant bring it here. Yeah. Now... He's two steps away from the bar at the pool table, mm-hmm. but he makes the bartender dad now walk the entire length of the bar around, mm-hmm. gimping the entire time, and then like sets the beer down. And he's like, what took you so long? And just gets all up in his face and pours the beer on his head. Yeah. And I, and I think like he start to come after him with a pool cue or something. And that's finally when dad like grabs him and he's like, you're he, out of here. Well, he's going to kick him and he grabs him mid leg swing yeah. and just throws him out the back door. Right. It's like, like, don't ever come back. Don't ever come back here again. So I don't know why it took him that long. I mean, I understand the no fighting thing, but you are you are the worker at this place. That is a troubled uh, customer. You get that son of a bitch out of your place of business. You can throw people out for just being drunk and disorderly. You reserve the right. Uh (laughs) It's allowed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure pouring the beer would have been enough. Uh, He pissed on hospitality. He did. And you don't (laughs) piss on hospitality. You do not. No. No. But yeah, so that that, that that scene happens, and uh, and a couple times like RJ has either come over or been watching through the window, the 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 invisible training r- routine that he's going he through. He comes close to the end when Jason has has gotten a lot of yes. knowledge and just sees him sparring with nothing, right? And he does he well he sneaks in like th- and he's in the kitchen somewhere at the door of the kitchen, like yeah. he doesn't even know Jason doesn't know he's behind him, yeah. And Bruce Lee kicks the shit out of him mm-hmm. and propels him into rj and into the kitchen right and, and he's just like what the hell man yeah, what are you doing and he's just like oh i want you to meet oh i guess he's not here really yeah oh that's weird let's go do some mike tyson punch outing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and it's just like it, it, so the hit, yeah like he's going jogging and and rj's yeah. keeping time on the bike yeah so there, there's training scenes dun, of dun, him dun, fighting dun, not bruce lee and then there's dun, dun, training scenes dun, of the dun, two dun. of them hanging out in a park yeah, doing and then him doing push-ups in the park, yeah. which starts as normal push-ups, and then becomes kind of shitty one-handed push-ups, mm-hmm. and eventually by the end, it's like you know, like two or three finger push-ups. Yes, which were faked, by the way. Yep. He was on wires. Um, probably that's bullshit. No, <laughs> no surprise whatsoever. Yeah, yeah I don't but think that's easy to do, especially one-handed. In these two montages, there are two moments that are kind of bizarre because there's one where he is balanced between two objects, and he's just uh-huh. sort of groin thrusting which i you know whatever he's doing and rj sees this by popping up into the frame and going hey that looks like fun and runs over and just jumps on him yeah and 
create, you know, make some collapse. Yeah, and them. they kind of have a tickle fight after yeah. that. I don't know. It, it's it's like, what are you guys doing? That's, <laughs> they're just rolling uh, around like you know, we're best friends, aren't we? And we might explore one day. I don't know, but <laughs> that reminds me because there's the other scene. Did they go to the dance yet, or is that later? The dance That's, is way okay. later. Well, I think it's at the dance, isn't it? Where Kelly, like one of the times she shows back up, mm-hmm. is like just giggling with one of her friends, yes. and they're like, "Oh, you remember when we did that?" <laughs> yeah. And it's just like that time we experimented yeah. with each other. Yeah, it's like <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> I, it's just they're having a little moment. Yeah, and, yeah. It's just the way this movie is, it's just like you sort yeah. of have to fill in the blanks yourself. Y- you it, do. It's like a Mad Lib. You really <laughs> sort of have to put all the pieces in yourself. Uh, and then there's another moment where it starts on RJ eating an ice cream. Or fudgeicle or ice cream sandwich or something uh-huh. and he, you just see him wearing headphones bouncing up and down and then the camera pulls out and you see that it's Jason doing oh, the groin thrusting thing with RJ sitting in his lap as this is happening not yeah not really sit, like oh, side sidling on his junk yeah I was gonna say lap <laughs> lap denotes the from the knee yeah no to sitting the groin this is this sitting, is directly on the groin sitting right on the junk yeah 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 <laughs> so that's that, embarrassing <laughs> for anybody's resume yeah that's a that's he didn't work much interesting Peter totter ride there <laughs> yeah but there it's all seems like he's got ice cream they're having a good time he's got some tunes mm-hmm. they're real good friends <laughs> he's not gonna fall off because no <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like the pegs on the feet of your gi joe guys they've got <laughs> <laughs> Little uh, on the playset, you just stand uh, them on the back. Yeah, uh, I'm retiring from this podcast forever. Uh, yeah, so these things happen, mm-hmm. and then like Bruce Lee, like they're doing some final training stuff, and then Bruce Lee is just like, "Well, you got this. I'm out." Well, okay, <laughs> the final training is like this is very painful, or this looks very painful for the actor because it, it's a variation on what he taught him about the, I grabbed your leg, haha, yeah. do the flip over and kick thing. Mm-hmm. But now instead, now he's got like a little noose he's set up in the, in the middle of the room so that his leg is basically at a 90 degree angle from his other leg. Right. And he's like, okay, kick this bag that is pretty much up on the ceiling with the free leg. Yeah. And he makes him, or they make him do it like three or four times. At least three times. Where he kicks up and just falls backwards onto his back while the one uh-huh. leg is trapped in the middle yeah, of the air. Because it's physics. It's not really going to happen. You can't really launch yourself it that way. It looks really painful it the does. way he falls. Every time his leg it, wrenches, it's like, it's ah! not It's not cuts either. It's no. just like he gets up and does it again. Yeah. But he never acts like it hurt, oh. except his shoulder when he lands on it at one point. He's just like, yeah. ow. But yeah, that's what well, he was... He also did that um, really awkward spin kick way early in the movie, mm-hmm. trying to kick the bag right. and completely whiffed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, face. so... That's that's what he's trying to teach him, and the final move is like he. I mean, he hoists the bag up even further, and he's mm-hmm. just like, "You got to empty your mind and just do it." Yep. And so he's like, "All right, okay, empty mind." And what kicks the bag? He's like, "I did it!" And oh, where'd you go? Yeah. And he's like, Bet "Later, bye." He doesn't <laughs> yeah. say anything. He's no. just like, he's, he's like, just walks into the light. Yeah, yeah. just goes right into the light. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, gotta uh, go. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> it's been real. Yeah. So, yeah, that ends Act Two. Uh huh. And this is no. where they this is where they go to dance, right? After that, it's when uh, uh, Scott and his cronies have gone to beat up Jason's is dad. It? In I the thought park. that was even after this. No, no, no. Because oh, what okay. happens is they 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 try to beat up Jason's dad in the parking lot. 
Jason shows up, and mm-hmm. then they both are like, fuck this, it's fighting time. And they kick all their asses. And then Jason gets in the car with his dad, and it's like, let's go see what mom's making for supper. And then you see the car pull up at this club. And you're like, well, Oh, what? yeah, that's right, that's right, because that's the yeah. weird juxtaposition. And it's like, wait, yeah. why are they going... Why, uh, your mom's making dinner. What are you going stopping off at this place for? And uh, that's when it's like, oh, this is a totally different day. This is yes. like the worst cut you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Transition yeah. from literally, driving off literally to driving say, up. Let's go see what mom's making for dinner <laughs> yeah. to pulling up at club. Yes. Right. And then cut to inside a club, and it's like... And it's mime breakdancing yeah. going on. And then all that's happening, and it's like... There's there's the two black kids that are breakdancing. Mm-hmm. The rest of the entire club is white. Yeah. Now, like, out of oh, the, out of the car gets uh, Jason, who's like wearing kind of a suit thing again. Yeah. And RJ, who's dressed like Michael Jackson. Sure. And they, Why not? And they go into the club. Mm-hmm. And then it's this whole convoluted thing, basically, where they're just... They want to get Kelly and Jason back together. But they won't look at each other. No, they won't look at each other. Jason would rather talk to RJ. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course he would. They've shared a lot more. They, they have. <laughs> they've, been, they've been through a lot together. Yes. <laughs> Some ups and downs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah so eventually they, they, they have this stupid plan to get the two of them to dance. And then as soon as they start dancing, it's like, oh, hey, I remember you. Yeah, and then yeah. they just shove tongues down each other's throats. Yeah, like, yeah good job. <laughs> it's like, get in there. But yeah, I, they just make out for the rest of the dance. Mm-hmm. And everybody kind of watches awkwardly. And that's pretty much it. It's like, okay, we're together now. Yeah, and then it's like... Then it's cut to, like... Karate tournament. Now they come see... Somewhere along the way... Like, this this was set up earlier, way back at the birthday party, where the now the mobster guys have come to Seattle, and they're trying to take Ian's dojo as well. Yeah, because it's time. But now it's, like, now it's on. They're like, we're going to have a karate tournament. Winner takes all. Including your dojo. Including your dojo. <laughs> and so they've put up posters everywhere. All you know, full contact karate out, uh, exhibition here. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Winner takes all. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Now, it basically just goes right to the tournament. I believe. Yeah, it pretty much does. And the idea is is it's going to be three bouts. Each team has three participants. Yeah, three dudes from New York. Yeah, there's Ian, uh, dude bro, assistant guy, and and the black black belt. Yes, the black black belt. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And then there's, then there's Arab guy, and then two other guys we've never seen before. Right, and we're like, what is yeah. this shit? Where is Jean Claude Van Damme? <laughs> yeah, because like it, there was a, there's a couple other scenes where like they go to Muscle and and talk to people, and Jean Claude's not there too, and we're yeah. like, this was, is he, was he was he literally just there for that, that first scene? Like, is that what we were understanding here? Yeah, it it did seem like because like yeah, they introduce all three fighters from New York, and it's like I said, it's it's a hairy dude and two other guys we've never seen before. Right. And an like, oily dude gets up on the mic and he's like, we've seen the competition. You guys are totally shitty. Yeah. So how about we just bring out this this monster? Yeah, we got one guy instead of our three. Yeah. And if, if any of you three beat him or anyone else if it has the balls to do, gets in here. <gasps> the whole crowd's yeah. like, oh, he said balls, girl. Oh, how do we hate him? That did. I didn't realize that that set up the ending. Yeah, mm. it did. It totally did. Yeah. But yeah, so Jean-Claude comes out and he's just like, the Russian guy and everyone's like oh he's Russian boo. boo yeah yeah so he pops in the ring and he's just like all right this one guy let's go and mm-hmm. so they send other guys one at a time like dude bro goes first and gets kicked like one time across the ring like kind of across the ring and <laughs> yeah. then gets kicked out of the ring like mm-hmm. over the top rope yeah and then and no, the ref- he gets kicked in between the top two ropes did he i thought yeah, he, i he thought got, he flew he, completely over yeah, yeah. just so right he's, he's still legal actually he can come back in oh, if he okay, wanted he to but no the ref is like yeah, nope no, it's he's, over he's out out of the ring out of the yeah so black black belt jumps in out of the world I, i'm pretty sure he gets killed 
He, he kind of does, but, but in between <laughs> rounds, of. before he fights Black Black oh, Belt, yes, yes. Jean-Claude does his Black splits Black on the middle ropes and just bounces there with in the a corner, smirk on his like, face, like, look at what I'm doing. Yeah, and then he has a smarmy look yeah. and expect an animated gift. Smarmy yes, absolutely. Split, smarmy that's, split face. That's going to be happening. But yeah, then, then Black may, Black Belt... That one Belt, may already exist, to be honest with you. I, it has to. I, I, it probably is. But then Black Black Belt gets in the ring, and he is Apollo Creed. He Black gets Skirt. in the ring, I, and it is just murder time. Yeah, because like, he takes one shot where he goes in the corner, and like is I think his head hits the, the turnbuckle or something like that, and he's kind of dazed and like should have like yeah thrown in the towel there but he's, he's like, like no. he's like up on nine and he's like uh, I'm, yeah. i guess i'm all right because i can't stop moving my head because my neck's broken <laughs> yeah but yeah so like he gets he, he is gets, he is he the one that gets twisted around and no, the, no 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 he he gets just knocked out and the dudes get in the ring and just sort of haul him yeah, out yeah and i like he's not moving like I, no he's, <laughs> he's dead yeah i think yeah. pretty sure he's dead. He, he's dead so yeah ian jumps in now yeah and he's like i'm the karate champion i will take care of this fucker and yeah. it's an okay fight he's like he keeps it up he gets a couple shots in. yeah and uh, and then eventually, eventually Jean Claude somehow like kicks him into the into the ropes, kind of pushes him over, and instead of like pushing him over to the crowd, like picks him up and twists him around the ropes mm-hmm. so that he's literally tied into. That the That is the best move that I have ever seen. It's pretty sweet. But I've what- watched a fair amount of wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, you would like to see that in wrestling. Usually it just happens with the arms that get tied up in the ropes. Oh, this is like midsection and and arms. It looked like some Rey Mysterio shit. Yeah, it did. He would do that. What sets this up is that the oily boss guy has just gotten up to the ring apron and is just like, kill him. Yeah. Kill him, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Kill him. And Jean-Claude's like, yeah, okay, I will kill him. So we should mention that not only is he Russian, his name is supposed to be Ivan Kraczynski. Yeah. (laughs) The Russian. Yeah, the Russian. It's his title. (laughs) His character. Didn't... But what ha- what, what the he, greasy guy had gotten up in between the black black belt once black black belt got killed. He did say kill he him said, at that point. But well, no, he said, okay, since we're kicking your ass, this is going to be all or nothing. Right. Yeah. Because we've already won our two matches. We've already so, won. Yeah. But we'll, so do, we'll, we'll just keep going we'll, because. We'll do you a favor because yeah. we want to kill this guy. But so John claude goes into murder mode and what he does is he first throws that guy into the turnbuckle and then wraps the rope around his neck and just starts literally choking him to death and that's when the ref comes over and is like hey stop and <laughs> Jean claude <laughs> kicks him out of the ring so, out of the ring so it's it should be a donnybrook at this point but everyone is still just calmly seated like oh this has gotten interesting what a, what a shocking turn oh uh, i don't remember was it for ian i, I know scott uh, the francis guy at some point mm-hmm. got up and bit john claude in the leg that was when he was he was murdering ian in yeah, the corner okay. Yeah. yeah, and then like he gets kicked, and then we we're like, "Yay!" Yeah, Jean Claude's the hero, <laughs> right? Hooray! And that's but, when that's when Ian gets tied up in the ropes, and Jean Claude just starts beating the fuck out of him, and eventually he slides out of the ring. And and for some reason, there are people still officiating this because they're like, "Yay, it's over!" And but at this point, uh, Jason and his dad and RJ have shown up late, and they're just standing there watching this, and they flash back to the opening of the movie like oh that's the guy who beat my ass and broke my dad's leg yeah <laughs> and he's like i'm gonna have to go in there and take care of business and oh, oh because uh when ian's getting murdered yeah he, kelly kelly gets up she gets up on the ring and she's like gets stop her grab. Yeah. yeah and he's like what no yeah and the way he enters the ring is pretty fucking sweet because mm-hmm. like he runs up kind of like half hits him slash pushes her to safety yeah, and then just kind of comes over the rope and gets like two kicks in as he's coming in. Yeah, it oh was, yeah, it was a pretty fucking sweet move. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and you know, then it's like okay. Yeah, and basically he's just gonna he's gonna showcase every move he learned. Mm-hmm. There's one point where it turns and he starts getting his ass kicked a little bit, and then Ghost Bruce Lee pops up in his head and it's just like, 
you know, remember, like, remember how you're supposed to like dodge and shit. And he's yeah. like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'm not you supposed to dodge lose. a wrench. You can dodge a fist. Yeah. <laughs> so he starts winning again. And then John Claude catches him, catches his leg. So mm-hmm. of course he does the flippy move that he learned. Yep. That, that really dazes him. And yeah. And I then just... Jean Claude sort of goes out of the ring through the ropes. Mm-hmm. And then everyone just declares it's over, even though there were oh, no but, more rules at this point. But he, he, did, he, he turned, did the same thing. He had turned the he, tables on yeah. him and wrapped him up in the ropes. Right. Well, first yeah. he started doing the, um, you know, the wooden man moves yeah. that he learned because he was up close, just fucking rocking his world. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, basically he, he beats him. Uh-huh. But even though this is no longer a tournament of any kind. No. This is just a brawl happening in the ring. Yes. But because Jean-Claude goes out of the ring, and everyone falls in the, down and like, passes out he loses he loses to i guess but everyone in the building just decides okay the the horribleness is over hooray let's all get in the ring and throw jason up in the air like an idiot the the Um, bad guy got beaten yeah they they had they decided to do crowd surfing with jason with like 15 people yeah and like there were several times where he fell or came close to they just lost balance and he was just like hey pick my head up i've heard (laughs) i've heard those rings like that are like really fucking soft yeah like, they shouldn't have had that many people yeah. in <laughs> well i'm just sorry i mean they're like they're like walking on like a really soft mattress that's mm-hmm. like especially wrestling ones i mean yeah i don't know they make, they make that sound they, but that's like on purpose yeah. but i've heard they're, they're it's the spring ex- it's not the incredibly yeah. soft so I, I would imagine holding somebody up that they were probably right. all losing their balance yeah and you know basically they're just throwing them up in the air like an idiot and yeah. then the crane shot just pulls back and then that's it fade out yeah and then it's like 20 seconds of credits and it's like get out <laughs> movie's over so i i guess like seattle wins new york uh yes yes okay you weren't aware of that i, I forgot in 1986 when seattle briefly owned a new york oh no they still do oh do they yeah they still do okay that's, that's where that, they that's, get all the taxes that's good for, all the for cool life stuff. um yeah yeah if you win shit if you win something in a karate match it's yours forever no it's just the life of jason as soon as Jason passes on, then then the New rights York revert will, yeah. back to New York. Oh, okay. So <laughs> no, they actually, to... they go back to the original Indian. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Or Native oh, okay. Americans. I'm well, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, by that time, won't we be robot joxing out territorial disputes? Probably. Again? Yes. Yeah. 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 Jason will never die <laughs> until they we can, have the robots. They can live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was. Uh, we didn't even mention it's that. It's basically the... World War Two rules. Like you can win, and like see. Like, <laughs> England can take control for a certain period of time, but uh-huh. then it reverts back to the original, original owners. Got it. Oh, yes. oh it. okay. Yeah. Like like Hong Kong, yes. and India, and, uh-huh. and yeah. Falkland. Uh, never mind. Yeah. Well, almost. Politics. <laughs> we didn't even mention the fact that they say the title of this movie three times. and Is it, it just three times? Yes. Okay. RJ says it to Jason three times in the movie. Okay. He says it like right away as soon as they become best buds. He says it at some point during the training bullshit. And at the very end, when Jason's getting his ass kicked, he just sort of stands up in the crowd and is like, Hey, Jason, no retreat, no surrender. And Jason's like, Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and starts I'm winning again. Win. So. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. But so, then the, the movie's over. It is. And then we, we rate it. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that I, I found this movie really fun and it's gleeful incompetence because mm-hmm. this was an extremely incompetently made movie yeah um by mostly made by the fact that like there were just chunks of it missing mm-hmm. that you wonder if they even filmed it all or if they were just so fucked up that they just trashed them from, or maybe it was a running length thing i don't know from what i read in the trivia section the dude who was writing the script says he was rewriting it every single night ah 
Okay, well... So there were new pages every day. New pages referencing old pages that yeah. maybe never existed, or yeah. they just forgot to film. Exactly. The script girl was like, I quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. I don't think they had a script girl. Well, I'm just... Yeah, whoever. Kelly was the script, <laughs> was the sure. script girl. Um, Kelly Kapowski, script girl. But th- this is strangely hypnotic, this movie, and I, and I can't explain why. Like, there's a lot about this movie that should be really bad and boring and annoying, mm-hmm. but, but I think, like, their gleeful weird eightiesness almost saves this movie. Everyone's I, in really good spirits about how bad of a mood they're yeah. all in. I mean, I'm not saying like I don't know that like a lot of our movies, I'm not going to give us a super high rating cuz like I don't know that I'd necessarily want to watch this again maybe in like a few years when I've forgotten it maybe mm-hmm. it'd be like, yeah, I remember that movie being so gleefully bad that it's it's funny to show you, but yeah. I, it's not like a a four three four or five jacks where it's like, "Oh my god, we got to watch this again and, and got you know gospelize this right um i so i think i think i gotta give it two jocks it's just it's it's fun enough that it's it rises above its incompetency yeah i i will second that i will also give it two jocks uh i give it a jocks for the entire final sequence with jean-claude van damme which is good when he shows up it's like oh shit it's on and it's it's a pretty good fight sequence where monster karate guy is beating the hell out of dudes like he should be um and it's just raw jean-claude van damme it's like he's not really restrained yet to make it look like he's fake punching um and then i give it another jocks for just the total bizarre everything that happens before it just a collective wtf of the entire thing that their weird bromance and just like some really terrible stereotypes going on that are just sort of gleefully presented and sort of embraced by this movie it it's it's charmingly bad is what it most of it is the the ice cream bar pelvic thrust thing (laughs) i don't say this in a bad way i think that might be the gayest thing i've ever seen in a film (laughs) and i've seen like full-on i haven't seen like gay porn but i've seen like full-on gay i've seen brokeback mountain okay i'm saying i've seen gay related movies yeah and i think just the framing and everything and and the smile of eating that ice cream cone the way it's framed and the way it's revealed it's like oh yeah i think that that might be what part of it too it's like no (laughs) okay not that there's anything wrong with that no no i'm just i I, wish these two much love throughout the rest of their lives together it's just odd to see yeah. I just wish the movie had just come out in a minute. I mean, it. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's the 80s short shorts and everything. It's just everything mm-hmm. about it. It's just like, that That might be the gayest thing I've seen. Yeah. I, it's I'm certainly just, different. The, the thing about RJ that sort of bugged me, even though I liked how gleefully stupid his character was, was that he has this sort of like dinner theater acting style to him where he's constantly like looking off in the air like, oh, brother, you know, like this exaggerated facts of life guest star kind of appearance. Oh, I just realized you could kind of remake this movie, but cross it with the talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> what? <laughs> go with me on this. I, I'm, okay, <laughs> go on. So obviously Jason's the talented one, uh-huh. right? And yeah. RJ is actually the secretly crazy Matt Damon character. Mm-hmm. See, and that's, it's, it's, that's where you get the actual gay romance thing okay. here going on. Okay. Well, let's you, make you, some you, notes. You big up, bring up Kelly's part a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. Play down some of the other villains and almost you know the internal tr- trilogy. Yeah, oh, that perfect sense. No retreat, no surrender. Three. There was bad a romance has to be four. <laughs> bad romance. <laughs> BJ, I am going to give this movie. What did you rate it? I uh, two two across the two? board here. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's that's the way I was feeling too. Is two. Mm-hmm. 
um, kicking to electric toogaloo. <laughs> um, <laughs> I this movie lost my attention. Um, the middle the of the entire second, second act. act. Yeah, yeah. Um, second um, act almost is dull. the entirely, almost the entire Bruce Lee ghost sack, which should be fucking awesome. Like we kept waiting for it. We're I like, should be Bruce Lee ghost. Bruce Lee ghost show up, and then he does, and then there's, we all took a nap. <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, okay. Get to the. I hate to say it, but it would have been like funnier if it was more caricature of Bruce Lee yeah. instead of like a poorly done. If it had just to filmed in a shadow or something, just so you don't see him, because as soon as it just or just do a some guy, like cheap ghosty effect, you sure. know. Yeah, I'm saying something. if he was a little bit more Kentucky Fried movie, <laughs> Bruce Lee. <laughs> I'm yeah, just, I could see that. Need total concentration. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's some. Something and more Jean Claude Van Damme because obviously he worked pretty good as the silent ass kicker, mostly silent ass yeah. kicker in this. He did and, get some uh, grunting in there at the end. He needed to be at least in the background, just being menacing yeah. or something. Yeah, but maybe he was afraid I to just, fly. They didn't know what they had. Cars. There. Yeah, it's too early. But yeah. all right, two jocks. Yeah, not a bet. I'm not going to watch it again ever, and I'm probably <laughs> probably not going to tell anybody. You know, oh, you got to run out and see this. If somebody says, "Hey, what about No Retreat, No Surrender?" I'll be like, "Oh yeah." It, if you don't have anything better to watch, then sure. sure. Yeah. But you do have something better to watch usually. So yeah, it's all right. It was an all right way to spend ninety minutes. If you want to, if you want to see Jean Claude Van Damme kick ass, watch Bloodsport. Kickboxer. This is not a good vehicle. Forty other movies. Right. Kickboxer. Yeah. Time cop. <laughs> Time cop. All right. Let's take a break, shall we? Okay. All right. Welcome back. Hey, second half. And joining us is special guest, Mackie. How's it going? Formerly of the BAMCast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, you're fired. Uh, oh. Sorry, I guess you I got to... a free night every week now. How yeah. about that? Mm. Sorry you had to find out like this, but it was funnier. <laughs> it's always easier over Skype. Right. It is. Yes. The best we're, way, really. We're also breaking up with you. What? What? No. Yeah. No, you can't do this over Skype. I'm sorry. I... I didn't trust you not to get physical. <laughs> well, this just got weird. Yeah, it's, it got no. real weird. Let's move Likewise. on. Yeah. Let's, Anyhow. Let's talk about second half things. Okay. Okay. What are right. second half things that we want to talk about? Do we want to address the uh, dead elef- elephant in the room? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Dude. Yes. Well, all right. So, obviously, someone that we consider near and dear to the Banffcast family in, in terms of, of, of entertainment that he's brought to us. Over a series of movies and and then some, uh, Paul Walker is no longer with us. Yeah, thus putting into serious jeopardy the future of our one of our favorite franchises, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, and to the fact that I think they've already said that they're pretty much scrapping what they've done in the seventh movie. They've now. totally shut they, it down. They've shut it down. They haven't said if they what they're going to scrap or what they're going to keep. But yeah. obviously, seriously, rewrites are going to be needed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not going to make July. I know that. No, so, no way. And I mean, you know, I we're talking about that because that movie series is important to us. But I mean, by all accounts, everything that's been said about Paul Walker over the last few days, I mean, he was a legit g- good guy. 
Yeah. Like a good dude who did like, you know, when he wasn't working, was doing charitable work and stuff like yeah. that. And was always, he wasn't in like tabloidy kind of stuff. And no, there was no you never bad. never heard yeah. anything about Paul Walker. Right. Because the, I mean, the media does not report generally good news. Exactly. So. But he was never in the press for just well, being he, a dick. He was, he wasn't self-promotional about it either. Yeah. Right. You know, like when Sean Penn goes to Haiti, like he makes sure every single news outlet on the planet knows that Sean Penn is going to Haiti. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas Paul Walker is just like, hey, yeah, I did that. Don't sweat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So at, at this at this point, I mean, you know, it's been talked to death. We just thought it it bore mentioning for yeah. us. I mean, as much as we've talked about the Fast and the Furious series, and obviously we did Tammy and the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I, Bam, I, I Bam would, yeah, he never Bam did Castone. write us back on Twitter, sadly. No. No. No, but I'll, it'll be forever in our hearts. Yeah. We'll always remember his that, that was a strange moment when people were reporting that versus hoax. You know? I mean, that was going back and forth for about 20 minutes where people were like, yeah, I don't think so. And then people were like, no. Because none of the big news outlets right yeah. away were doing it. Yeah. And then, I mean, it was, I think the one that was like, okay, yeah, this shit's real when it was someone posted from the his Twitter account. Yeah. Right. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a bit much for a hoax mm-hmm. <laughs> to also right. hack a Twitter account. Yeah. Well, it was when it's TMZ that reports it because TMZ only confirms with one source and then right. just runs it, whereas actual news outlets always have a second source to confirm with. Sure. Right. Well, and so, then everybody, you know, when it's only TMZ reporting it, everyone goes, uh, yeah, yeah, probably didn't happen. And everybody quotes TMZ, so you get like 900 articles within 40 mm-hmm. seconds that say, yeah, eventually Paul TMZ Walker becomes did. that second source. Right. right. And I mean, there there really was no reason to believe it at the time. It was like, no, he's not. You know, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's just like, why would a 40-year-old dude suddenly be dead? That doesn't make sense. It's yeah. bullshit. I'll wait until an actual news source says it. And well, then, and the type of story is tailor-made to yeah. that kind of like internet quote-unquote irony which isn't really irony but you know right everyone goes oh wouldn't that be crazy yeah, if he died in a car wreck you know yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i don't oh, blame yeah. anybody for not believing it i didn't want to believe it i still so. don't want well i mean i, I, I did a whole thing where i was like i saw someone emailed us and i was like and then someone immediately responded back that that's fake or whatever i don't email or whatever it was on twitter yeah and i was like oh okay and i put my phone away yeah, for like twenty minutes, and then all of a sudden it was like, "Oh shit, wait, that okay, that is real." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There was a good chunk of time there where like the news broke, and it was like, "Oh, that sucks." And then everyone was immediately like, "Nope, hoax." And then everyone was sort of like, "Oh, okay, well, that's good." And then you know, like ABC News and the big places were reporting, and it was just like, "Ah, damn." Yeah, yeah. Sucks. I, I, you know, I guess I'm a guy known for loving the Fast and Furious movies because I got probably 15 texts in the span of about three minutes once that story broke like my phone just went absolutely ballistic and i'm like you know what nobody wrote me this much on my birthday what the hell yeah but no one writes you when it's good yeah i guess not but yeah. I, I just thought that was funny like that that's probably the most activity my phone has ever seen is people telling me paul walker died yeah so weird yeah really. yeah i just you know it's it's I just I I haven't I wanted to watch Fast Five today and I just couldn't do it and it's going to be weird I think watching those in that light now yeah, especially Fast Six comes out next Tuesday yeah I know I, well they've already been running the commercials all yeah. about oh well, how they're donating part of the proceeds to his relief fund yeah. which is cool yeah you know they didn't absolutely. have to do anything like that but no. it's very cool that they're doing it yeah but it's uh, I mean. It, it sucks for us because we that that series had gotten to a point where it was just like 
these things are gold. Like every time that one of these comes out, man, they are speaking our language. They have they have gotten their shit together and made it not bro fights and made it this this just crazy over the top of everything we love. And now I, I have a feeling that no no matter how they handle it, if they go ahead with seven, it's going to be awkward. Like if they just decide, well, we'll just kill off his character and that'll be additional additional motivation to hate Jason Statham's character because they just offed his character off screen or whatever. It's just, it's still going to be awkward. You know, it's uh-huh. going to be hard to go into that movie and just be like fist pumping. Hell yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that is. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you, how you handle that. Yeah. And I mean, I yeah, feel I'm, bad for all of the, uh, you know, apparently they were sort of like the lethal weapon cast where it was just like, you know, they felt like a family and, uh, you know, you, you just keep, reading stories and seeing pictures of them like visiting the site and talking about it and it's just like it just sucks it just every time someone goes it's just like oh god now Vin Diesel's upset I don't want to see Vin Diesel upset <laughs> that man's not supposed to break yeah Tyrese was pretty broken up about yeah, it like that was really rough. sad to see that was rough so I mean it just sucks all around it's a, but yeah. he will forever be Bamcast's own Paul Walker yeah, and we we thought about doing a a, a movie this week. Um, I don't know. I just didn't really pan out. Yeah, we we tried a couple, and it was just like, honestly, it wasn't meant to be. Well, there we, was a couple. There we was, weren't there meant was to make one that had been on so Amazon. many involved cars. Well, with that that and like, I mean, there there's the one we were thinking about watching called Bobby Z, which the full title is like the death and life of Bobby Z, which are like, okay, that's that's awkward too. Yeah. And then like it apparently they pulled it off the of streaming services. Like re- recently, because that that had been on Amazon and my Amazon, or that had been on my Netflix list for a really long time mm-hmm. as something to watch, and it'd been on Amazon instant, and it's gone off of both of them now. Yeah. So I don't know if they're planning on you know releasing it on DVD to cash in. Whoever put that out, I think it was just unfortunate timing. I think yeah. a lot of that stuff just wound up getting pulled because like none of the Fast and Furious movies are anywhere. Um, uh, Vehicle nineteen isn't anywhere. Yeah. It's just like anything yeah. you would want. That, to I mean, watch. I'm just saying that that's one that is, that was some low budget like. It was basically shelved, and some other company picked it up for yeah. distribution. Yeah. So it had been on the streaming service for forever, and mm-hmm. I was like, "That looked awesome." I had Paul Walker, Lawrence Fishburne, Olivia Wilde—I think a couple other people in it or something like that—and yeah. it was like, "I want to see it, but it's gone now." Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so yeah, so, let's let's move on. Okay, let's cover something else. Yeah, let's talk are about. You, are you sticking around, Mackie, or you got to go? Did you just want to uh, come in for that? Or? I think I'll go just because Skype is probably not sounding so hot, and I don't want to mess up everyone's flow yeah all right that yeah, it sounds it, it's actually we had some good, good emails enjoy reading them i okay. will and uh thanks for stopping by yeah you know maybe i'll maybe i'll <laughs> check in with you guys next week if you let me but we'll see our skype is always open yeah you, oh. you know you will have to reapply um we right. cannot guarantee your job yes. at the pay rate mm-hmm. you're yeah. just remember service to. guarantees citizenship <laughs> And also three unexplained absences, and you're you're out. Yeah. So well, he, he's already fired. So okay. Yeah, I fired yeah. him and okay. broke up with him. All right. <laughs> We're All right. gonna send you to see the colonel, principal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just oh, bring no. in a note. I'll let you back in. Yeah. You're gonna make me turn in my badge and my gun, aren't you? Oh no. yes. No. <laughs> you did it to me. I'm oh. doing it to you. <laughs> you did it to yourself. <laughs> That's why it really hurts. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Well, have fun. I'll yeah. see you later. So, who watched other movies? Um, I, I was, I've been on a, the only movie I watched is I rewatched Dread. It's still great. I don't have anything to add. All right. Um, techie wise, I watched it. That's the first Blu-ray I decided to watch on the PS4. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, holy crap, 
that that movie's already in DTS HD 7.1. Yeah. The processing on that is vastly improved over old Blu-ray players, like the PS3 is what I was using, because mm-hmm. that movie sounds fucking phenomenal. Uh, that I, I read something online. It was like, dude, if you have if you have a DTS 7.1 movie and the capability to play it, check these new consoles out because mm-hmm. they've upped the up the game. Cool. So yeah, uh, still a great movie. I don't have any new thing to add to it. Just on the on the tech side, it was pretty awesome. I hooked up a a new Blu-ray player because I was moving stuff around and. Now they're like DVD players in my house. I have like four of them. Uh, they're not special anymore. But uh, I was hooking a standalone one, and I was just like, I, I want to see how this thing upconverts DVDs. And I just went to grab something off the shelf, and I grabbed Top Secret. And I realized I, I watched about 30 seconds of Top Secret, and then I was like, I'm just going to watch Top Secret because this yeah. movie's great. And it's kind of the underrated – it is the underrated Zucker Abrams Zucker movie that came out between you know Airplane and the Naked Gun – but I always forget how strong so many of the jokes are in that movie and how ridiculously fast they keep coming. And I'm still sometimes picking up a joke that I never noticed before. Like at the very beginning, a uh, German soldier rolls up on the headquarters with his motorcycle and pulls up to a post and, and then ties it up, ties it up like a horse. And I, I, I guess and that, that, that pays off again later, though, because. He comes he running goes, outside. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> chases the motorcycle. Yeah, I mean, away. I like. I'm sure I noticed that before, oh, yeah. but it just it never hit me as hard as it did that when I saw it, and I was just like, God, that's just why are movies not like this anymore? Where it's just like they don't care about how goofy a joke is; they will just go for it. And there are so many jokes in that movie where it's just like they obviously just didn't care. They were just like, there will be a joke here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I that might be my favorite one. Yeah. I, I think I've seen it more times than I've seen Airplane and Top Secret. Yeah, or, and even that and Kentucky Fried Movie are the are the Zaz movies I've seen more times than not. It's just it not. that that era of jokes is just the best. It's just the best. I mean, <laughs> they hit the German checkpoint on the train, and then the train starts moving. But you realize the train isn't moving at all. The the station is on a cart that's being driven away. And then the guy it's, runs to grab it. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> oh no, that's the tree. That's the random tree. No, another d- uh, dude. Yeah. Oh, uh, they okay. do that joke twice because dude, late guy runs and jumps on the the station, and then a guy jumps on the tree. <laughs> and then for that movie to have a PG rating and have the anal intruder in it, <laughs> <laughs> well, that and like when she meets back up with what's his face and she's got the tape measure yeah oh yeah <laughs> just she, like well she's like measuring his biceps and then she, <laughs> she goes down. drops down off yeah. the camera and then pulls up there yeah. are some jokes in there where it's just like wow <laughs> yeah so i always I, whenever something's poorly made i always say it was put together with trees trees happen it's not <laughs> it's not, <laughs> not. <laughs> trees happen it's not yeah it's a great movie anyway yeah yeah and the only other thing I watched is I watched the Doctor Who 50th anniversary thing, which oh, apparently I can't say a goddamn thing about. Why? I mean, well, I'm just like everything about that would be spoilery, I think. Okay. The only thing I, I could say that's a generalization is, I, th- I said it to Chuck the other day, it's a really good thing that they, that the timing of this happened so that the 50th anniversary happened right when Matt Smith's about to exit because having him and David Tennant together just showed how fucking strong David Tennant was as Doctor Who mm-hmm. and how much I missed him. Yeah. I mean, it was just gotcha. like having them together. I was like, I, I never disliked so you, Matt Smith. You I prefer Tennant to Smith? Oh, yeah. I mean, Tennant's okay. the king. Okay. I mean, there's things he does in this one. It's just like, yeah, yeah. you're the fucking king. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 
I really like Tenant, and I also really like Eccleston. Um, yeah. There is a a I guess it's really a characteristic of the Doctor, um, but I like the way that Eccleston plays the childish versus the dark the darkness, mm-hmm. um, and I think he's just so good at his face is built for that mean. Like I'm just I'm going to end you and everything you are and everything you believe in and everyone you've ever known. Yeah. Like he does that face really, really well. It's just tailor made for his face shape. I wish but, he wasn't so weird about it. I, I wish yeah. he I don't know I still don't understand what his deal is. He obviously I, has a reason that he won't say because he's been so fucking vague about it the entire time. I I think he there must have been some sort of like really embarrassing disagreement or something and he knows that if he says anything about it it will be smirch the show and he doesn't want to do yeah. it or that's that's just my guess but it, it's that's kind of what it seems like he has always alluded to the fact that there was something about the production of the show that rubbed him the wrong way he he, he was against the way people were being treated somehow that that's the only public statement he's ever made about it and he was even vague when he said that so hmm. I don't know. I, I also think he's one of those guys who doesn't like to get trapped in a thing. But it's not like it's not like he's been taking better roles. I mean, fucking GI Joe, which he was hey. hardly recognizable in. No, he no, he was well, himself he, for most of the for movie. most of the movie. Yeah. But that's not that's not better in my eyes than than playing the Doctor. And then in Thor, he's not recognizable. I didn't even know it was him yeah. until I mean, like, there was like one scene, and yeah. then people were like, hey, what did you think of him? And I was like, oh, that was him. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, sure. He, he had better roles early on. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, Shallow Grave, if you've never seen it, mm-hmm. is fucking phenomenal. Yep. And you should. Absolutely. <laughs> so, that's, it, it was, I was cautiously optimistic about that special and came away from it pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of people were angry at it, but that's because a lot of people are nerds. I've always I've said it and said it before, and I'll say it again. The worst thing about Doctor Who is Doctor Who fans. <laughs> That's everything, though. I mean, well, just to, fans to ruin a, to, the... an, to an nth degree with Doctor Who. Yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, because you have Star Trek fans are bad too, or can be bad too. As a generalization, anything that goes on that long, um, you will have people that are far too nitpicky. There's too much yeah. detail. And if someone Anything comes with along, a significant fan base. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, you, you can get too nitpicky when you have that much to also compare it to. Like, 50 years of, get, you know, on and off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. But well, Doctor mean, Who is like, we'll back in season two of the and the thing to prove yeah. that this couldn't happen. It's, it's, shut up. Oh, in, yeah. in that case, yeah. But, like, even, even hardcore Firefly fans are just in fucking sufferable. I don't understand how that could even be. There's only like four hours of there's <laughs> fireflies. There's what, 14 episodes, I think? <laughs> yeah, if you count the two-parter. I mean, I just, yeah. uh, what is there to get conflicted about? It's not well, like there's not, not, 20 not years just, of Stargate. Not just not just <laughs> conflicted. I just I mean. I feel that's worse. Like when you have something that's just gone on that long. Yeah. It's like, I just mean that they're insufferable in their in their fandom. Well. They're obnoxious. I, yeah. I don't find that. I, I haven't encountered that. And, and I'm sure it exists. I mean, every fan has a yeah. bad fan. Yeah. I mean, anybody this, who could consider themselves part of a fandom, yeah, like is who is willing to admit that is just oh come on now. The, I wouldn't no, go that no, far. No, no, I will no. admit to be part of the Doctor Who fandom, but I have gotten to a point where I'm just like details, schmeetails. I don't yeah, exactly. care. Just just tell me your story, and if it conflicts with something that happened in 1964, I don't care. Fair enough. I don't care. You know what? Because the show has been written by nine thousand different people, yep. and some of them haven't watched the last nine million hours of Doctor Who. 
Maybe just one or two of them. Anyway. Yeah. Side side tangent there. Yeah, Doctor Who. Please tell us what did you watch, BJ? Um, I have been watching the Netflix original series Orange Is the New Black. Oh, from Genji Cohen. Yes. Um, I didn't like. I didn't actually know that it was Genji Cohen's uh, work until the you know opening credits. I just was getting ready to go to bed one night, and I'm like, eh, need let me, something. Let me open up an episode of this and see you know. See if it's interesting, and maybe I'll watch more. And I watched like four episodes that night. Um, I was like, "Oh, Jinji Kohan, I know that name. Why do I know that name?" And then I noticed the kind of hip, slightly quirky music. I'm like, "Hmm, mm-hmm. was that the Weeds guy? Yeah, that was the Weeds guy, lady, <laughs> lady. <laughs> yeah, it's a lady. Weeds person. I don't know. <laughs> Gender free. Sorry. Yeah, the the Weeds from the creator of Weeds or right. producer, whatever." Um, <laughs> I know. Well, Genji, you know, could go anyways. Genji, Benji, that's yeah, I, kind of I where my head was. Fair enough. Um, but this is a really fucking good show. That's what I hear. Um, Taylor Schilling, I don't know what I'm. I might know her from, but she. Oh, I've seen that. It's, she's out like always selling coke and stuff on. Shit, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She's chilling. Okay, that well, that was a <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That was a stretch. Um, <laughs> good joke. Once we got there, yeah. but um, I don't. I don't know what I would know her from other than other than this. Uh, she looks kind of familiar, but um, she's pretty fucking good in it. Um, she's a talented actress. I'm. I'm really pretty impressed with all of the cast. I haven't really found a weak spot um, in the cast yet. Um, there's one guy, Michael Harney, who plays this counselor who is just surprising. I, like, he's one of those guys. He was actually in Turbulence. Um, hey, all right. So he's sort of the Bamfcast zone, <laughs> Michael Harney now. Um, <laughs> but he plays the uh, he plays the counselor. And it's, if you're not familiar with the show, it's a women's prison. This sort of yuppie-ish suburbanite gets sent to women's prison and has to deal with you know all those things sure um but he's the he's the counselor and he plays like when he gets intense he gets really fucking intense hmm. and um kind of actually scary um but he's he's really really good um is it a hey, half hour show no it is a full fucking hour okay which so it's like a cable drama yeah okay but it's 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 an entire hour which is Something I'm not used to watching on Netflix, like our shows are 46 minutes, yeah. I think, um, or 44, I'm not sure. But um, but these are solid hours because no yeah, commercials. Yeah, these okay. are an entire hour, and it's it kind of throws my timing off for yeah. watching episodes. Like, you know, I can watch two episodes. That's an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, no, this is going to be a full hour. Two hours. Each, full two hours, yeah. yeah. And um, kind of messes with my timing, but it's kind of refreshing, too. Like... I, now that I'm used to it, I know I can block out an entire hour, mm-hmm. and it 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 doesn't have that weird thing like you go to watch a Parks and Recs episode or something, and it's 23 minutes. Right. And anyhow, um, Captain Janeway is also in it. Uh, <laughs> Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew, <laughs> yeah. She plays a Russian, and she's all sorts of made up. She doesn't look like Janeway, for sure, and she doesn't Aww. talk anything near like Janeway talked. Oh, uh, yeah. You hate her. Shut up. Um <laughs> that lady's delightful. <laughs> she is. I've seen her talk. And, she's delightful. And she's pretty awesome. Um <laughs> like I said, I I don't think there's a weak spot in the show yet. Um I'm 
probably eight, nine episodes in. Damn. Um, and I'm looking forward to next season. I, as soon as I finish this season, uh, <laughs> I will be looking forward to next season. So, um, <laughs> sounds okay. like a recommendation. It is. All right. It's a, it's a strong recommendation. Excellent. So, cool. I want to see it right. more. Like it. Good thing. Um, e- emails? Do we have some? We do have some emails, and I will read them for you if we are done with the us talking about things we've watched segment of the so, show. Yeah. Yep. All right. Our first email is from Pete. Um, Pete says, Hail, BMFCast. This is Pete from the sleepy west of the woody east again. Just have a little anecdote that should warm your hearts. This Thanksgiving, my girlfriend and I were bustling around the kitchen, cooking various things. She's the better cook. I'm the better baker. So the turkey and pie are mine, and most of the sides are hers. While doing this, we decided that we would alternate listening choices for the stereo. My turn came on, and I put on three the hard way episode of the BAMFCast. <laughs> what with moving things from pantry to kitchen and getting things from the car, she missed the actual naming of the movie. While listening to the, to the description of the movie, she turns to me and says, Is this about three the hard way? <laughs> Her sister, who lives with this, then chimes in with, I own that in a collection, you know. Uh, whereupon I say, <laughs> We're pausing this and rewatching the movie, which we did. Halfway through the movie, my girlfriend turns to me and says, New tradition? Thanksploitation? <laughs> yes, I'm marrying her. Marrying her. <laughs> Splash and churn, Pete out, sent from my quill pen. <laughs> and he uh, made sure to write it in a font that looks oh. not unlike pens. Like script? He script it's not quite script, script, but okay. it looks more like hmm. just lettering. Calligraphy. Mm-hmm. So, Thanksploitation. Yeah. Any takers? Um, he took it. Yeah, I mean... We already have a whole month. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm already ready for more. Thanksploitation is not a bad idea. Though. No, it's not. We should, I, I, maybe we should just watch. I, three I recorded the hard some Pam Greer movie on HD. I don't remember which one it was. Okay, great. I just I'm I'm, I'm prepping. <laughs> I'm, I'm setting things aside. Here's the good news that Mackie and I discovered today. There are a million th- black exploitation movies. Well, there is that. Uh, but if we wait and post an episode on the first of February, which is a Saturday, mm-hmm. we can watch five black exploitation <laughs> movies. What? Yep. We can cheat. No, it's not cheating. It's kind of cheating. Nah. I think it's maximizing our possible entertainment value. Yes. It's it's cheating the good way. Okay. Cheat the hard way. Cheating the good way is one of the Blaxploitation <laughs> movies oh, good, we're going to watch. Good. I've been meaning to watch that one. <laughs> All right. Ready for our next email? Sure. Mm-hmm. Hit movie suggestions from Clint. Hey, guys. Love the podcast. I have some movies from when I was a kid that I remember loving. These all kind of fit in the horror genre, and some I have not seen since I was a kid, so not sure how they hold up. First is Munchies, kind of a Gremlins Critters knockoff. I remember them loving smoking, drinking, and girls. Two others are Ghoulies 2 and Return of the Living Dead 2. Both kind of silly but enjoyable. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Clint O'Hare. Sent from Clint's iPhone. <laughs> you got to step up your game on your signature. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Return of the Living Dead 2. I've only ever seen the first one. Then you've seen Return of the Living Dead 2. Oh, okay. At one point, they actually say this actually just happened to us because like it's the same characters from the first one who died oh in the second one okay <laughs> as different characters oh, and they're right. like this has happened before hasn't it including boob mold she back uh no i do <laughs> not think she's back the male leads are back oh okay so boob mold <laughs> boob mold quickly yeah uh munchies is not what you want it to be uh ghoulies 2 is exactly what you expect it to be more ghoulies yeah Gooly, gooly, gooly. Yeah, we saw a trailer for that a couple weeks ago. They were on a roller coaster, we and they were just was that Ghoulies oh, too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do want to see that. Yeah, electric Ghoulie you. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of a spoiler. And sometimes when we're prepping to watch the movie, I have a 
loop of trailers that plays before mm-hmm. the movies. Mm-hmm. So it's not we, really a loop. It's well, I mean, like, I have I have a collection and a it plays, long chain of trailers. Yeah, it plays yeah. like three or four random whatever movies. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a couple of good ones in there. Yeah, we mm-hmm. go for the whole theatrical experience here at the yeah, podcast. We even have a nasty concession stand. Oh yeah, it's the worst. It's the popcorn is sticky when it comes out of the green thing. meat. That's not popcorn. <laughs> oh. All right, last email titled Sudden Death from Drew. Hey guys, it's Drew from Pittsburgh. Not sure if it'll affect your decision one way or the other, but I felt my duty to point out that I'm an extra in Sudden Death. Howard Baldwin, who produced the movie, and I'm pretty sure Hoosiers as well, was the owner of the Pittsburgh Penguins at the time. So they filmed the movie at the Igloo, Civic Arena, during the 1994-95 lockout and asked the local fans to be extras, hence my presence. 15-year-old me is in it for a split second towards the climax of the movie. Anyway, keep on trucking. Drew from Pittsburgh. Sent from my robot Daggett. You could have told us where to look Towards near the end. end of the movie. We, look for we, a 15-year-old Drew. Yeah, okay. look for oh, a 15-year-old Drew. Good point. God. Obviously. Yeah. Sorry. It's Robot Daggett. I was overthinking. Robot Daggett. Okay. Yeah. Robot Daggett. And that's all the emails that we have. Uh, do all you right. have any voicemailies? Mm, negative. Mm, I looked. Why not? Negative. I don't know. Maybe because people didn't know how to get in contact with us. We should tell them. Oh, it's really easy. <laughs> so do it. Um, <laughs> BMF at bmfcast.com. Oh. Yes. That's not how you call us. No, that's how That's well, That's well. how you get in touch with us. Okay. I'm going over those things. I got gotcha. you. Um, check the website. There's a group of buttons on the right-hand side. Those are other means to contact us, social stuff, um, including the YouTube page, youtube.com slash bmfcast. Um, also, if you want to give us a ring and give us something to do after we read emails, call the Garfield phone, 9105-JOCKS-BMF, 910-556-9263. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I like the musical version of the, of the Garfield phone number. I'm working on a whole Bamfcast the musical. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Sure. All right. Okay. Well, I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. Thank you.